Hello, hello once again. This is the Doctor of Digital Show, 619-389-3636. Thanks for welcoming you back, and I want to welcome you back, all my loyal visitors. Appreciate you, all the encouraging words that you're giving and sending along as well. If you haven't already, make sure you smash that subscribe button where all free good podcasts are available. This is Mick Smith at WSI World. We simplify the internet world.com. Mick Smith at WSI World.com. 619-389-3636. How do I convert more website visitors into leads? Wouldn't you like to know the answer to that question? Well, I've got several things on the agenda to help you think about that. Why increasing conversions is better than increasing traffic? Conversion stuff you need to know, the call to action, timing and best practices, campaign killers, how to undermine your own best efforts, and some COVID considerations. There's a number of things that you can do, such as one, increasing traffic, two, upsell, three, improving conversion rate, and a short quiz, because sometimes the doctor of digital likes to have quizzes, which would be the best. And let's give you three seconds or so to think about it. Yes, indeed. Visitors, 12,000. Conversion rate, that's going to be 120 customers. 12,000 visitors. But number three, improving sales by improving conversion rate. 3%, that's 360 visitors. Yes, without increasing your conversion rate, you need 36,000 visitors to get the same 360 customers. In other words, less is not more just enough is more. So get rid of everything that's not essential to making a point. Don't ask for too much too soon. And one of the big flaws that many sites do, of course, and this is the site of forms, some conversion stuff. The less information you ask for, the more likely it is that a user will fill out your form and submit it. So some have asked you, hey, doctor of digital, should I ask for no information? Isn't that wrong? No, actually it's not. Just give it away because if they're not filling out things, they're going to be getting your information and they will come to you. Longer informs can be used as a screening process and that's okay. Some conversion stuff, pop-ups, don't block the website before they have a chance to explore that. Isn't it annoying when those things pop up? I don't like them. Realize there are different ways to trigger a pop-up. Don't be annoying and I'm going to give you a hint. You stay with me. I'll talk about this a little bit later in the episode. Live chat and bots. Don't try to fool someone into thinking the bot is a real person. Yes, some of them are very good. Others are not. But segregate users right from your greeting. Consider a lead magnet to get them into your database. So don't say, hey, I'm Larry the chatbot. Ask me nothing and I'll try to answer. This is my frustration with Surrey when it first came out. I would ask Surrey things like, what is the meaning of life? And she would say, I don't understand the question. Well, then what good are you, Surrey? So do, when you do have someone who's on your site asking you some questions, actually interact. Get them started, give them some options, and that will be a more helpful way. So video storytelling. Several shorter videos are probably better than one long video. Sound by culture, some people have said. Phone video can be effective for testimonials and other applications where real beats polished. Real is better than fake every single time. So don't be afraid to use your video creatively. If you need some help, I can help you out there. So time-lapse video, drone footage for aerial video, personal videos of each team member 
illustrate product features with animation, showcase your business's personality. It's professional, but a little bit of behind the scenes is really helpful. There's some folks who are really effective at this. Social proof and trust. Case studies specific to your niche or industry illustrate success and solutions. Testimonials are great. Reviews are even better. Off-site validation like Google reviews, Yelp, Facebook, and LinkedIn recommendations. Transfer that credibility to your website. So how do I show that? Well, you can have trust icons, badges, awards, and phone number. And people will see that and they'll appreciate it. Call to action. Example one, Square. Okay, folks, start selling in your area today. Take care of your business anywhere with Square. The call to action, a button. Get a free trial of Square. Example two, blog growth. The pitch, 20 guides, checklists, and templates to accelerate your blog's growth. The button, download the guide. Example three, pipe drive. The pitch, take control of your sales process. Try it free, exclamation point. The button, get started free. So there are some good examples of that. I'm going to have something where I want people to come visit. So if I work with schools and universities and colleges, which is a lot of background that I've been able to do, countdown. I'm going to have a virtual open house. And so have it tracked down right on the website. So you can have a way of saying before you leave, remember when I said that little pop-up when you first come on a site? Pretty annoying. I've looked at your site, I've reviewed it, want some information, but wait, don't leave empty-handed. Thanks for stopping by. I've got some information for you. And then give it to them. You'll find you have a much better reaction as a result of annoying them. CTA call to action best practices. Make it easy to notice. Keep the CTA above the fold, that is above the higher part of your website. Repeat below the fold. Use action words, first person voice, timing is everything and create that sense of urgency and good information coming to you. Now that's some good things, but what can be campaign killers? Undermining your best efforts. Too much text, it's the web folks. People glance, they scan. Too many links leading to too many places. I'm confused, where am I supposed to go? Unnecessary required fields. Do I really need my son's and my eldest daughter's social security number? Are you kidding me? Come on. Just make it simple. No email privacy info next to the email form. Tell people what you're doing with their information. Lack of communication choices, inadequate shipping and pricing information, error pages, broken links, and anything that doesn't work. If you need some help, I can look at your website. Doctor of Digital is available at mick.smith at wsiworld.com. Some COVID considerations. Yes, folks, please. Some businesses are still not doing this. Add an alert bar to your site. Add a dedicated COVID page that gives special instructions if necessary. Special instructions into the process as necessary. Update your Google My Business, your Facebook, your Yelp accounts if your hours have changed. Keep updating your site with non-COVID-19 information. Don't want to mention any large coffee franchises and businesses. Starbucks. But they did this to me recently. I wanted to go by and a place was closed. First of all, I got all excited. The doctor of digital said, hey, there's nobody in front of me. Well, there's a good reason there's nobody in front of me because they were closed. All right. So during COVID, you want to keep in communication with your folks and keep them up to date. So some businesses that I've worked with have had a special page. So it just might say something like COVID-19 community resources, family resources, school resources, 
whatever it might be that would might help out the people that are coming to you. Some of the schools that are said, schools, universities, colleges, preschools, elementary schools, what they do is they will often have the campus closure, enrollment, and some information along those lines, or also a personal letter. Someone who is an administrator or executive of that group will have a specific statement or updated. So as COVID has unfolded and continues to unfold, there are numerous messages coming. So I think one thing I want to urge here is clear communication, consistent communication, and helpful communication. All of those things are really helpful as well, too. So have a special site, a special page, something which is dedicated just to this COVID information as things have evolved. Because you notice in a lot of places, this is exactly what has happened. That as COVID has come sort of its cycle, it's been up, it's been down, depends on your area, depends on where. So in Southern California, it's been more open than Northern California and wherever you might be. So get a hold of me. 619-389-3636. I can help give you some information. And check your county websites, your state websites, and sometimes the municipalities as well, too. All this that we want to do when it comes down to things like food, remember I've said in an early episode, if you were with me earlier, as some of you have, thanks for being loyal, too, by the way. Some of you have been able to find the pickup delivery. Some have said, we'll take it to you. Some have been coordinating coordinating with Grubhub and some other delivery services. In other words, the restaurant business has been hit really hard. So let's go all out for our restaurant workers. They've been doing a great job, but a lot of businesses really haven't. But if you are partnered with somebody, choose a delivery type and a payment method and let that all clear. Can I go to this place? Is there a limit? So in some places there are a limit of how many people can come in. So you want to be able to tell them. So before they show up and before they're there. So some uh, businesses have said we've temporarily suspended home deliveries and assemblies and this might inconvenience people. However, this is what we're doing. In other words, people are pretty open and pretty understanding that I found in a lot of cases but you do have to communicate with them and you do have to be clear about these things. And when you are and when you do, you better believe it. They'll be loyal. So most of the people that I'm talking through this difficult crisis period, I'll say, OK, this is a COVID consideration. And everybody kind of pretty much says, yes, OK, I got it. I understand. So that's what you want to do. So I'm going to try to summarize here briefly some of these notions that I have here. If you have not subscribed, hey, make sure you smash that subscribe button wherever free good podcasting sites are found and hopefully this is one of them the doctor of digital 619-389-3636 summary your cro before traffic make sure you're going and seeing covid post-covid pre-covid and the considerations all about those ideas and those different considerations minimize distractions And when you are trying to say, how do I convert more website visitors into leads, minimize the distractions. Don't keep them away. Don't offend them. Make it simple. Make it straightforward. You want to be able to say to these people, I'm in the right place. I found the information I'm looking for. You're helping me find it. And I'm being very grateful as a result. Don't make your visitors think or work too hard. Make it simple. Make it straightforward. Look at some of those really good websites that are out there and very popular how simple they are because they truly are. They don't want to make things difficult for anyone. So once again, this is the Doctor of Digital podcast. 
Available at 619-389-3636, mick.smith at WSI. We simplify the internet world, wsiworld.com. So I do have some more episodes. Loyal customers and loyal people will come back as long as you're getting good information to them. So just for this particular podcast and this episode, the school is out of session. Six one nine three eight nine three six three six. The Doctor of Digital podcast episode is over for now. I'll see you next time at mick.smith at wsiworld.com. If you have not got my one-page summary of services, get a hold of me, 619-389-3636, mick.smith at wsiworld.com, and I will send that out to you post-haste. Have a great day. Take care. See you later. God bless. Bye for now.